What is up, everyone, and welcome into episode 42 of the First Read Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host, Stephen Cardenas, and here with me, as always, is my co-host and best friend, Tyler Carden. Tyler, how you doing tonight? Well, I think my anger is out. I think I've unleashed all of it in the past 24 hours from my Chicago Bears losing to the Pittsburgh referees. Other than that, I think I'm good. I think I'm good. Um, Listen, you you say that, but I also know that it is not true. Nope, it's not true at all, but I'm trying to put on a brave face. The best I can do is put on a brave face right now. The best the best I can that's, do. That's uh, listen, that do. game last night was... It was kind of atrocious. I'm not going to lie. I won't lie to you. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's about all I got. I Like I said, I let it out. Brave face. I'm not going to go into too much detail. Face. On the bright side, <laughs> Justin Fields looked good. On he the double amazing. bright side. I thought he, I, he made some really great plays, I thought. Um, more the Bears lose, the more uh, the likelihood that Matt Nagy is not with us anymore. I need three things to happen this season. Or by next season. Matt Nagy yep. gone. Yep. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna say it. A Rob gone. Mm-hmm. Cause last night, we've seen this and we knew this, but last night was just more more of a stamp. Darnell Mooney is the guy in Chicago. He is. If Justin He's Fields very has good. anything to say about it. Yep. You know. So, you know, everyone keeps talking about Cooper Cup having breakfast and coffee and, you know, all these morning workout <laughs> yeah. routines with Matthew Stafford. Well, guess who the guy was staying with Justin Fields after practice was over to get the reps in? Darnell Mooney. Mm-hmm. Darnell You're darn right. to the Mooney. So, guys, next season, wide receiver one and two, Cooper Cup, Darnell Mooney. That is just how it is. That's it. Yeah, we <laughs> actually. <laughs> hey, I, I mean, we'll see what happens, but. I think he could he could do some things next year. That's for sure. But don't worry, guys. We won't sit here and talk about the Bears all night. There's really not that much to talk about when it comes to the Bears. So nope. <laughs> just had to get that that little dig in. <laughs> all right, we're gonna do some we got some injury updates for you guys. We'll do impressed, depressed. We'll talk about some rookies. And then of course we have our starts of the week. Tyler, why don't you go ahead and take us into the newsroom? that's pretty good that's a pretty good imitation of the actual noise thank you i i've I've been known to you know be a newscaster in my spare time (laughs) um guys odell cleared waivers obj is no longer with the cleveland browns Mm -hmm. good for the cleveland browns not good for wherever odell goes and it shouldn't matter for your fantasy team because you shouldn't have him (laughs) so okay so (laughs) that might answer my question but what i was planning to ask you was is there a landing spot that you would be interested in him as a relevant fantasy option so uh green bay's been thrown around there right like that's his priority Mm -hmm. and and all of that right and i told you earlier i'm totally for it put that drama in that locker room and just destroy that team (laughs) from the inside out yeah i I am all for that uh, but like realistically, that's what that team needs that, right now is more drama. Uh, it's exactly that's all. That's yep. <laughs> it depends who you ask. Burn to yes. the ground <laughs> from the inside, and no. Um, and Green Bay is a very interesting option from this from the fact that like, okay, you know, you have Alan Lazard, you have Randall Cobb. Like, 
they make plays when they're needed. You know, they get open. You have Devontae Adams, right? It yeah. would be interesting to to see what happens when you put Odell out there with Aaron Rodgers. Right. If he it becomes would be. open or if he gets covered now, maybe Devontae Adams has a little less pressure now each week. Mm-hmm. Or maybe yeah. like it creates a very interesting uh, scenario there if he does go there. Um, so like if he goes there, I, I would be interested to see what happens. And because sure. the thing there is Aaron Rodgers, right? Mm-hmm. It's not. Yeah. That's why um, Seattle was thrown around. That would be interesting, even though I don't think anything relevant would happen with Odell if he goes to no, Seattle. Gosh, no. Fantasy wise, I should say. And I just. Yeah, um, I don't know. How about you? What do you do? You see anything? Um, Green Bay. Do you want him to go anywhere? If, if he ends up in Green Bay, I think there's a possibility he could be something. For fantasy, but really what I'd be interested to see is like, does that open up the offense for Devontae Adams or does that hurt Devontae Adams because of the volume? And I really am just not that sure about how good of a player Odell is at this point in his career. And that's kind of where the question lies, right? Is he good enough to Mm -hmm. take away from Devontae Adams or is he just good enough that like he's a better number two there than Alan Lazard? Not really sure. Um, The other spot that is somewhat interesting to me is just the new Orleans saints because they have nothing else going in the passing game there in new Orleans. So maybe he could step in, be the number one guy number one target there and be, even if it's a really bad, you know, maybe he's a wide receiver three in fantasy, but you know, he's the starting guy there for that team. So I could see him being useful somewhat there as like a, eight targets a week kind of guy just because there's no one else to throw the mm-hmm. ball to. Yeah. I just, I kind of think wherever he goes, he's going to be that decoy guy or yeah, it's, it's very possible. Yeah, I, I, I don't, it'll be interesting. He, there was a quote that came out from Devonte Devonte Adams. It was like Devonte Adams from 2019. Oh, why don't we make that face mask screen for, uh, for Odell? I'm like, cool, from 2019. <laughs> that was two years ago, yeah. Two years ago. Like, I I don't know. I just... Yeah, we'll see. We'll I, see. I'm avoiding him and everywhere. I don't want any part of that. Um, yeah, but let's talk some injuries. Let's do it. Um, let's start off with... Well, let's start off in Arizona. There's a couple, couple important ones there. Kyler Murray... Did not play in week nine. His status is unsure for week 10. Keep an eye out on him. Um, Obviously, you'd rather have him in your lineups. Problem is, they're playing the Panthers, who are not exactly on a hot streak at the moment. So it's very possible that they just decide to, you know, keep him on the sidelines again and get him as healthy as possible because they need him if they're going to make a Super Bowl run. So I would almost anticipate him being... Um, not playing because why would they start him? And then I think they go into their by the week after maybe. Um, I want to say that they're on by week 11. So it feels almost unlikely that he is going to play this week. So I'd be looking for another option. Yeah, I think they're going to sit him. Um, Obviously didn't play last week, the week before. It was kind of upsetting. Um, So I think they sit him going into that bye week. Yep. And like so hopefully you pick totally somebody agree. up. Yeah. Hopefully you pick somebody up that you can 
feel comfortable playing again. You know, I, I have Kyler Murray in one of my leagues, and I picked up Derek Carr. Didn't do well for me this past week, but you know he has another good matchup this week, and so I'm gonna I'm just gonna throw him out there again and hope for the best. So hopefully you don't have to do too much adjusting, but I think it's a good chance that two weeks till they're by. Two weeks till they're by. Okay, so maybe this maybe not 12, then. So okay. I still don't think it'll be this week. I think they would still wait one more week. I I, I think so too. Yep. Um, another so, player there in Arizona, Chase Edmonds. He's expected to miss multiple weeks with a high ankle sprain. So fire up James Conner. Uh, you know, Benjamin, you willing to play him? No. Not yet. <laughs> Not even after um, the his last week? I, I mean, James Conner's the guy. <laughs> I, just, I don't like that's right. where the touchdowns are going. I'm just going to follow those right now in Arizona. Okay. That's especially with That's Chase or I mean Kyler Murray being out. Like I'm just yeah. I, I don't know. Like I just for me personally. Okay, that's fine. I think he could be he could be played in a flex in my opinion, and especially in PPR leagues. Um, if you need him, I'd be I'd be fine starting him. I think he's going to be the passing downs guy. I think he'll be the Chase Edmonds replacement essentially, just a little less work than Chase Edmonds would have got, but. <sighs> It's not going to be nothing too special, so I wouldn't worry too much about it. Let's keep moving on. Tua Tungavailoa, questionable for Thursday Night Football. I think their plan is to kind of take him up to game time and make a decision. Will Fuller will be out for Thursday Night Football. Trevor Lawrence will be limited this week um, after his injury in this last game. I assume he plays since he came back during the game. I don't know why he would miss the next week. You know what I mean? Um, Unless they're more concerned it about it. it it looks painful to me i don't know yeah i'm sure i'm sure I it is uh, <laughs> right right they play the colts so if if he plays i kind of expect him to have a pretty decent game that the colts defense has not been very good recently um so keep an eye out on that chris carson is to return to practice this week so he might play yes um next weekend that is an interesting one to monitor. How are you feeling about? So Chris Carson comes back. Do you think he comes back into the role he had before? Do you think it's a little less now? Like, are you excited about him at all? I I just, I know I'm not excited. Um, right. I guess I was just kind of under this impression. As I feel a lot of people were where Alex Collins is finishing out this season. Right. Um, because the thing, the thing with Chris Carson's injury is it's a neck injury, right? And it just mm-hmm. seems very yeah. unpredictable. That's how. Yeah. That's the vibe I've gotten where it could come back at any moment. That's mm-hmm. kind of how yep. I've been playing it. So, like, you know, if you if you've got him, start him. Like, I I'm fine starting him. I'm comfortable enough. I think they'll utilize him. But like, if I had to pick, I would think I would rather start Alex Collins right now. Because even if Chris Carson plays this week somehow, or I mean, yeah. it's the season. I still got to imagine they're going to utilize Alex Collins in a pretty and Rashad Penny in in a very, um, you know, you know, verse, what's the word I'm looking for in a very like a in real, a, you know, role. a good role. Yeah. Like they're going to be, yeah, yeah like they're going to be utilized. They, it might be something matter. very similar yeah. to what, what they, they will matter. It's going to be something what we're seeing in Tennessee right now, where I think all three of these backs in Tennessee are going to be utilized, like very split. Right, right. Um, I think that's kind of how it would be there with obviously Chris Carson, I think, would still get the higher percentage of the workload, but I would still expect Collins 
and, and yeah. possibly a penny if they can get him going to to ha- be a good flex options. Yep. Okay. I am on the same boat as you. Uh, David Montgomery made his return this Monday night, and he looked fantastic. Um, he came back mm-hmm. right into the role he yeah. had before he left. I thought they were going to ease him in a little bit more, um, but Khalil Herbert was a non-factor, and uh, Montgomery actually ran really well against the Steelers, which is a good defense, so I'm pretty excited. Um, they're on bye this week, so he gets another week to kind of rest up again, and after that, I'm I'm just all in on David Montgomery again, just like I was before he got injured, so excited to see. Really, really happy about that for sure. Okay, I have a question for you. So okay, we had okay. talked about a few weeks ago. I, th- I got to think about this earlier this evening. Um, you you were really leaning. I don't remember if this was on the show or if this was just you and I mm-hmm. talking, but you, you were like, I should just sell Montgomery now. Khalil Herbert, like the role yeah. he's in right now, he is just dominating. Maybe right. I should sell him right now. After seeing what you saw last night and David Montgomery, you know, they're just giving him the job. Here it is. This is yours. Clearly, you never right. lost it. How do you feel? Like, I, I don't know if you actually got rid of him, if you moved him, but like, are you back to where you were like four weeks ago where you're just fine? You were just fine holding him or. Yeah. So uh, sell him high now. Like, where, where are we at? All right. I'll answer this question and I will give the whole layered answer because it is kind of a it's not straightforward, but I did not trade him away. Okay. Um, I'm very grateful that I did not because I thought he would have less value. Um, after the injury and after coming back, but it turns out that he is just what he was beforehand. Now, I in this league, I still think I'm going to try and move him, just but only because I've got four really solid running backs. I've got Jonathan Taylor, Nick Chubb, DeAndre Swift, and David Montgomery. And so, yeah, and, yeah, and it's a keeper I'm league. A <laughs> uh, it's it's a keeper league, and that's part of it. Um, and Taylor and Swift will be keepers, so I'm keeping them. They're not They're not moving off my roster. Um, and so Montgomery, I think I'm going to try and trade for a wide receiver too because I need wide receiver help. But um, in general, I'm just I'm just holding him because I think he's a top 15 running back again. And so I'm pretty pumped about it. Not going to lie, I'm glad I didn't trade him because the value you were getting for him before he came back was, was so low because you just didn't know mm-hmm. what Khalil Herbert was going to be. Um, but now he's back. He's a starter. He is valuable. He's useful. And so I'm pretty pumped. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Moving on. Um, Corey Davis is expected to play in week 10 this week. So that's good news. Um, yep. And I'll just hop right into the next piece. I'll skip over this. One. We'll come back. Um, Zach Wilson will not be rushed back. Um, they will name a starter tomorrow or, I mean, today, I guess, if you're listening to this. Um, it's Mike White, right? Like that's just. I think I think Mike White will start again this week. You have to start Mike White. Um, yeah, I think so. Which is it's great news for Michael Carter. Yeah, <laughs> it might just be um, great news for all of the weapons in that offense. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> Mike White is the man. I was so excited to see him play last week, and uh, you know I saw him play like a quarter. But honestly, that's okay. There's a good chance that that's just the best thing for Zach Wilson moving forward as well. Like he did not seem ready to be an NFL no, starter. Not at all. I see no reason to throw him back out there, right? Like I think sometimes it's good for for young quarterbacks to get reps and to, you know, 
get acclimated and all that stuff. But if they're just getting like mm-hmm. brutalized out there, then I think it's better to sit him. Yeah, I mean, take note, Trevor Lawrence, best quarterback right. prospect in how long? He's with the Jags, not a good team. It's mm-hmm. not like he's yeah. out there being Patrick Mahomes. Like, right. he's easing into the system. Now you throw Zach Wilson, who is not as good as Trevor Lawrence, mm-hmm. on a worse team probably than the Jags possibly. Yeah, Come I on. think worse. Like, yeah. it's not good. And maybe, maybe you know, show him, like, this job isn't yours, like, straight off the bat. Like, work for it, right. you know? You know, maybe put in that little mm-hmm. extra effort. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know. But uh, I think Mike White should be the guy. Good news all or good news all around for the Jets offense. Um, DeAndre Hopkins is mm-hmm. day to day. So um, yep. Honestly, I'm kind of in the boat again. If you sit Murray, I think you just sit Hop if he's not 100. percent If I'm I the said, they don't need him. Just, you know what I mean? Like they're gonna they're they, gonna they, be they fine don't. without them. They they don't need him. Um, Sam Darnold is day to day with a shoulder injury. Not that you were gonna play him anyway. Right. That is correct. So... But do we think here's here's a question, Kay? I think this is the only thing that matters. And sorry we're going taking a while to get through all of these injuries, but I think a lot of them are impactful this week. Sam Darnold, if he sits again, which it seems like he's going to, I think I saw another thing actually um come up since I wrote these show notes that I think he's actually going to miss a few weeks. So PJ Walker comes in. Does this increase the value of your DJ Moore, of Christian McCaffrey? Like, do you think it will be an upgrade for this offense to have PJ Walker in there? As long as it's not Sam Darnold at this point. Like, I don't, I don't, like yeah. It, it can't um, get, can it be worse? It can't get worse, right? It can't. Christian McCaffrey should be back fully. Right. Hopefully. Like, mm-hmm. honestly, if I'm a Carolina fan, I'm kind of happy right now. Yeah, I, I think I got Sam be. Darnold sitting out. I think CMC's coming back in. Like I'm, I am content. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. and fun fact of the day for all of you, I just literally just learned this today. PJ Walker's real name is Philip. So, just oh, wow. that is Philip that is Walker. fun. It's Philip Walker. That I thought I was looking up fun. someone's it's the wrong person's stats for like five minutes earlier today, but that's fine. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that's all we have for entry news. I think. I think so too think all right well then let's take let's end that let's go into our main segment of course as always our impressed and depressed players of the week all right welcome to our fantasy football office to all you wonderful youtube people out there welcome 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 Hopefully, I shouldn't have said that. Every time I say that, and technical difficulties ruin everything. I'm sorry, man. Yeah, I know. That's really that was a. I just wasted all our time. Presumptuous. Let's see. That that was very (laughs) presumptuous. What a big word. What you know? Okay, I do. All right. So. All right. Listen, I I had a DFS lineup this week, and Mm -hmm. I sat there. And I made I made this DFS lineup, and it was hard. Like I almost didn't make my lineup because I was like, "This, this week's kind of hard, injuries, bye weeks. Like I just don't know who confidently to start." Sure, sure. Made it. I was playing with salaries and doing all this stuff, right, my man? And I finally, and I, and I get this lineup. I was like, "I like this lineup. I feel so good about it." And I sent it to you. I said, <laughs> "I said, look at this." Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Did you just oh knock your whole mic arm off of the <laughs> off of the desk? It just fell off, man. 
It just it literally just fell off. Oh man. <laughs> no, we're keeping this in. This is live. No, so I'm making this DFS line on my right. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, sure. And I, I was so confident in it, and I sent it to you. I said, "Look, like this, I, I like this lineup a lot." And <laughs> this is not mine. Uh, and the one player that I finally slotted in there that I was just so happy about, and I felt so confident, it rounded everything out. It got my salary perfect. You know, no money left over, not over salary, nothing. Good start this week. Chase Edmonds. I was like, this is it. This is it. <laughs> this is the week. A stupid James Conner happened. <laughs> you know, you texted me. You were like, did Chase Edmonds die? And I said, I don't really know what the heck is going on. <laughs> Unbeknownst to me at the time, because I was not watching that game, he no, was, was out after either. the very first snap. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> God. Yep. I was like, oh my God. So my DFS lineup was just it was shot. Like oh, and yeah. I had James Conner in there instead. Dude, oh my God. I would I would have won it oh, all. Yeah, I'm great. sure I would have won it all. But James Conner, he impresses so much. Finished as the RB1. Guys, finished as the RB1 after that Thursday night performance from Jonathan Taylor. Right. James Conner said, No, 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 no. <laughs> Don't forget about oh, me. Man. 21 carries, 96 yards. You see, no, three tutties, dude. He had three. Tutties. He had three touchdowns today. Well, he had three two rushing, touchdowns. one one receiving. Uh, okay, fair enough. Three tutties on the day. Five for five through the air. Seventy-seven yards. RB one. Yeah, he's an RB one right now. Mm-hmm. Like, I I think I don't know where he's at on the season. I want to say like eight or something like that. I, I, I'm pretty it's sure he's the top twelve running back on the season. He's in the top twelve um, for sure, which is insane. Which is nuts. It's absolutely insane. Um, but now with with Chase Edmonds out, Chase Edmonds high ankle sprain, he will miss at least a couple weeks here this week and the week after for sure. Um, these next two weeks, he's just a easy easy number one running back, right? Like no questions Slide about in, it. Yep. No ifs ands or buts. Okay. Yep. Nope. He. It's funny because I don't know if you remember this, but I remember it. I I don't. I vividly remember this. It was in the off season. We were doing some of our pre draft like rankings and just like mm-hmm. conversations. Right. I was literally outside. It was a beautiful day, and I said to you, "Like, aren't you? What if like Connor comes in and he just takes all those touchdowns? Like, are we worried about that?" And we both just said, "Like, man, that would suck." But I just I don't I don't think it'll happen. Like, it's a possibility, but I don't think right. so. Right. Yeah. He heard, he heard that conversation. <laughs> I, I'm convinced. Yep. James Connor. I wish heard we would have changed somehow. Yeah. Yeah, I wish we would have decided differently on that. You know what I mean? Because um, we'd be in great shape right now if we had a whole bunch of shares of James Conner. <laughs> Here's the thing. This is like our rookie year, right? We started out. So it's 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 okay to 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 have look back on that, and now we know. So if we have that conversation next off season, sure, about yeah, whomever. Yeah. Now we know. Now mm-hmm, we know mm-hmm. that we're wrong, and we should just not listen to ourselves. Yep. Easy, easy. Yeah. So what we're gonna no. do next year is we are going to sit down. We're gonna make our rankings. We're gonna flip them upside down, and we're gonna go off that. Yeah, it'd be like a Stranger Things episode. It'd be great. Sure. You have not seen Stranger Things, and all of a sudden, my friendship with you doesn't matter. <laughs> oh man! Wow. Oh, well, okay. before we get on to that negative subject, I actually have another <laughs> running back who impressed us this week that I want to talk about. Devontae Freeman of the Baltimore Ravens finishes the running back 10 
on the week, 13 carries for 79 yards, three targets, two receptions for four yards, and the touchdown. Um, look, he had a pretty good week this week. I'm not saying he's a great player, but thing is, his quarterback, Lamar Jackson, turns every running back um, into, I don't know, somebody awesome, right? He just has this thing that happens where defenses have to respect Lamar so much that the Ravens are able to run the ball really effectively with corpses in the backfield, and it's fine. So moving forward, are you interested in Devontae Freeman? And so unfortunately, when this comes out, most of pe- most people's waivers will have already run, but... Mm-hmm. If you let's say you had him stashed because I actually had him and dropped him like right before this week in in one league, which is maybe unfortunate. I'm not really sure. Like, is this something we can expect more of? Are you kind of like, is it fool's gold? I I want to say no, we can't. We shouldn't expect more of it. But I I feel like I'm wrong if I say that. Mm, Right. Yeah. It's kind of weird. Like, right. I don't want to start him if I'm looking at my lineup and he's his name is there. Right. Yeah. But like, I also don't want to drop him at this point. Mm-hmm. I don't. Yeah. You know, I, if I yeah, another week like this and I, I have no option but to say, yeah, you know, he's in every week. Um, mm-hmm. I'm just going to start calling Lamar Jackson like Tinkerbell or Peter Pan. I just got to imagine he's like taking some of his like running fairy dust pixie dust mm, and just kind of sprinkles like, it on the guy right sprinkling on him. onto those those old old farts yep and then uh what that happens is once once that wears off they just all get hurt so it's like a <laughs> it's like a catch 22 oh man it's, it's kind of brutal all right um <laughs> why don't we go ahead let's talk about a player who we kind of mentioned at the top of the show um so we don't have to dig in too much running back that depressed us this week, Khalil Herbert of the Chicago Bears finishes the running back 69 on the week, had four carries nice. for 13 yards. Um, I honestly, I thought he would have a bigger role, um, especially mm-hmm. getting started with David Montgomery just coming back off the injury. Um, only played 16% of the snaps. Four carries is not enough to sustain fantasy production. Uh, I thought Monty Monty looked fantastic, so I really can't blame the Bears for that decision. Um, Looks like he's probably just a handcuff now. Are you holding on to Khalil Herbert where you have him? Yes, I'm holding on to him. We've seen what he can do. He's a great handcuff. I mean, he's kind of in that vein, I think, right now where if you have McCaffrey, you're not just going to let Hubbard go if you have him on your roster, you know, or even if you don't have McCaffrey, he's a solid option if if the lead guy goes down. And honestly, like he played sixteen percent of the snaps, but I honestly just think that's because Monty looked way better than we thought he would. Yeah, coming off of that great. injury, mm-hmm. um, I think if he didn't, then I, he we would have seen an uptick in numbers there from Herbert. Right. But I'm holding on to him. I like him. Like we talked about earlier, it was it took their. I mean, it's the Steelers' defense, so. It's not yeah. what I expected. Bears were never up. You know, the Lions will be an interesting matchup in, in a few weeks because, you know, if they are up, right. will Herbert, you know, we maybe we see Herbert in, mm-hmm. a, in an increased yeah. role and in, in being fantasy relevant that week. So I'm holding him. Sure. I, I like him. He did finish running back 69 on the week, but 
that doesn't worry me with it being the Bears and Herbert, I yeah. mean, Monty being healthy. So, okay, yeah, um, I'm I'm willing to drop him this week because of because they're on the bye. If you have to, but I do mm, like holding yeah. on to him if you can, um, because he's one of the better handcuff backs. Like you're not dropping a Tony Pollard, you're not dropping Alexander Madison, you're not dropping Chuba Hubbard. Like you said, mm. like I think Leo Herbert is at least close to what those guys can offer. And I want to see more of what game script does to that backfield because you're right against the lions. Maybe he's a flex play. We're not sure. We'll have to just see. Um, but I, I understand if you can't hold him through the buy for sure. So let's go ahead. Let's talk wide receivers. Now um, who impressed you this week? Baby wide receiver one on the oh, week. Yeah. And I was there to watch the incredible Elijah You Moore. were, weren't you? I was, I was impromptu trip to the Colts game right down the street, just a mere hour and 45 minutes away from mm-hmm. my homestead. Eight targets, seven receptions, guys. Days. 84 yards, two tutties. Yeah. I luckily played him in one of my leagues this week because I was desperate and it paid wow. off. Wow. No kidding. It paid off. I I won. And you know what's great? I won that league by eight points this week. It does not it get great. luckier than that. It really doesn't. I sat Allen Robinson <laughs> and played Elijah Moore. That is what there I you did go. this week. And yep. you know, I finally I, I finally took I, I did it. I pulled the trigger. I sat Allen Robinson. It hurt me so much, but I am so happy with the results. Um I'm lucky. That's what that was. <laughs> oh, it was man. pure luck. Is, it, it, it was it was it was Jonathan Taylor running for like two hundred yards over the Jets, oh, is what it gosh. was. <laughs> so they had to do something. Um mm-hmm. let's be honest though. If Mike White would have been in my man. It would have been like four touchdowns. He might have had seven touchdowns. Seven? It might have been seven. Dude, it probably it probably would have been ten targets, ten receptions for 404 yards <laughs> and seven touchdowns. I believe <laughs> that's what it would have been. Yeah, <laughs> I think you're probably right there. Uh, <laughs> listen, the Colts, I mean, ugh, it was it was kind of ugly there at the end. They just let the, let the Jets do whatever they wanted. Um, they really did. It's kind of a weird, weird game. Listen, moving forward... Corey Davis, we think is coming back this week. Mm-hmm. This is the Jets' offense. Let's not forget this. Um, what, like, what do you expect? What do you like think will come out of Elijah Moore moving forward the rest of the season? It just depends on who the quarterback is. I think that kind of, I think that mm-hmm. kind of matters. Um, you know, if Zach Wilson's coming back in two weeks, two, three weeks, like I'm just my confidence level goes down. I think anyone else that's coming yeah. in right now, the Jets are going to most likely be down in any of these games. What, who do they have this week? They sure. have the Bills this week. So, hey, I, I know, I know, I know that we learned that that doesn't matter this past week <laughs> when, when the when the Bills lost to the Jaguars. But yep. Other than this past week, statistically speaking, the Jets should be down this week. <laughs> yes, um, yes. But Mike White's playing. I, you know, they're going to pass the ball. Um, I, I mean, I like Elijah Moore. I like Elijah Moore a lot. I, I yeah, think Corey, I, I think that both of them can be very solid options if Mike White is playing or any other QB other than Zach Wilson is playing. You know, they're going right. to be down, and I think they're going to have to utilize everybody in their offense if they want to. If they want to move the ball. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting. I think there is a possibility that he could be 
um, fairly useful. Um, I'm worried that people are going to kind of overreact to this and spend up mm-hmm. pretty substantially to get him. Um, so I don't, I don't know that I'll acquire him anywhere off the waiver wire, but I do. I really liked him coming out of college. So that is something to keep in mind. I was a big fan of Elijah Moore coming out, but you're right. If Zach Wilson gets back out there, you just can't trust anybody like any of those receiving options other than maybe Corey Davis. And I don't even know if I trust Corey Davis. So that's tough. Um, but let's go ahead. Let's talk about a wide receiver on another bad offense who was depressing again this week. DJ Moore for the Carolina Panthers finished as the wide receiver 48 on the week. Seven targets, three receptions, only 32 yards. This offense has been, I mean, atrocious. Um, And we talked about it a little bit already. P.J. Walker sounds like he'll be the starter at least for the next couple weeks. Trade deadlines a lot in a lot of leagues are this week. Are you trying to move D.J. Moore? Yeah, that's weird because I think you can definitely get something out of him, but he's He's just been so unimpressive. I don't know if what mm-hmm. you can get is enough, you know. Right, right. Um, PJ, if PJ Walker comes in, it'll be interesting to see what he can do. CMC should be back, hopefully. Right. So I think that's gonna, you know, their teams are gonna have to respect that run game a little more, really cover CMC. So maybe that does open up DJ more a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that might. could that could really be a good thing. I probably would hold on to him because of CMC okay. coming back. You know, if we knew CMC was out for another three weeks over the season. I I think you just move him. I don't think you have a choice. Yeah. But I, I, I'm confident. I think he can come back um, and play. They play the Cardinals this week. So they'll most likely, I guess that depends on who's starting for them, but they should be down right. more likely than not. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I think I'm, I'm holding on to him. What about you? Uh, yeah, if I have him, I'm holding him. But let me ask you then the alternative question. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is he a buy low? Are you trying to acquire him this week before the deadline happens? If you can get, you know, if you if you can get him for for a cheap price, I say go for it. Um, he could have some bounce backs, like as we mentioned with CMC coming back. Yeah, um, they do play Washington and then the Dolphins and the Falcons, um, three out of their next four games. So, mm-hmm. you know, those could be really really good matchups for DJ Moore. Right. So right. if you can get him low, like, yeah, definitely go for it. Yeah. Okay. I, I, so it, I ask. Partly selfishly, um, that that league that I've got David Montgomery, I'm looking to move Montgomery. Um, thinking about who who are the wide receiver twos that I think I'm that might be able to acquire. DJ Moore is on that list. I'm not. I think I could get more than DJ Moore for David Montgomery. I think dude, at this point, Monty has more value than DJ Moore does. Mm-hmm. But maybe I can get you know Montgomery and something for DJ Moore and something else. And so I'm thinking about trying to make one of those kind of trades. So we will see if I can make that happen. Uh, But I like DJ Moore a lot. I think he's a fantastic player. And it's one of those situations where I just want to trust the talent. Mm -hmm. But it's tough because, man, on the reverse side of that, Sam Darnold is um, talent sucker, I think. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Favorite time of the week. That's right. No, 
Nope, don't be mistaken. There's no ad coming. There, there's no, there's no <laughs> sell coming. It's just the tight ends coming. Tight ends Let's talk of tight the end. week. All right. If you don't mind, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna take over for just one second. Oh yeah, this is it's your moment. It's your time to shine, really. If you've been listening since the beginning of the show, or if you want to go back, and I think it was like our third episode or something, I. And I quote, I'm, I'm, this is what I said. I am all <laughs> in on Cole Komet, baby. Yes. Mm-hmm. Cole Komet. Yep. Yep. He's the future. The Bears heard that and decided, let's sign seven more tight ends for no reason. But <laughs> oh, man. have no fear. Cole Komet is here. He looked great. Again, he said, Pat Fryer, who? No, Cole Komet. I am here. Uh, Justin well, Fields looks really confident. He outperformed Pat. Oh no, he didn't outperform him, but he he tried. Um, referees, <laughs> anyway, it's a whole thing. You you guys can Google it. Uh, <laughs> no, um, Chase Claypool is like his biggest fan. You can definitely check that out too on Insta. Their picture together, but no, um, he's here. Justin Fields looks comfortable with him. Um, which I just need to say, Justin Fields is looking comfortable with these young guys, which just gets me real excited for like four years from now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, that that's what yeah, excites yeah, me for but sure. you know there's jesse james uh who else is there what's his name what's his name man jimmy graham jimmy graham is there so it's kind of a t- crowded tight end room a lot of good options but yeah. cole commits targets they're going up every week from week yeah. four on three targets then four targets then five then six then six and then eight last night mm-hmm. that's what you want to see what you want to see in that's the exact trend you want to see yeah Every, um, his, you know, it, I love it. I, I love it so much. He, he's hovering around that 70 to 80% catch percentage rate, which is awesome. Um, no TDs on the year yet, but you know, second half of the last season is when he started to really shine. Maybe I think we're seeing that again. I think he's breaking out as the, mm-hmm. you know, the number one tight end there in Chicago. He's got some nice matchups coming up. Uh, I think they play the Lions in two weeks. Uh, Ravens, Ravens um, coming off the bye in two weeks. So Bears will probably be down. Let's be honest. Uh, Lions week after that. I just, I like it. I'm excited. Yeah. Excited to have <laughs> some solid fantasy options in Chicago. Yeah, there you go. I think there's a possibility that he can be um, a decent, like, tight end streaming option moving forward. I'm worried about the touchdowns because Jimmy Graham mm. is the end zone guy, right? Like that is yes. that is who they are targeting in the red zone. That is who is going to be in on those plays. So that's a concern, but it really did seem like there's a connection there between Justin Fields and Cole Komet. And sometimes that's all you need is that connection. So yep. excited to see what can come of Cole Komet. Let's talk about another tight end who I was excited for and who kind of let us down this last week. Let's talk Dallas Goddard. Finishes the tight end 22 on the week. Not great. Six targets, three receptions for 43 yards. Are you worried about Dallas Goddard? Was it just a weird week? Where where are you at? I know it was a a weird game, I think, for sure. It it was. Oops. Don't know how to pull internet up apparently 
Um, I Internet's don't know hard. Apparently, so don't mind me. No, I think it was a. I w- I was excited. Zach, you know, Zach Hertz was gone, right? Mm-hmm. So I was like, cool, cool, cool. Dallas Goddard is the guy. But yeah, um, disappointed. I'm sorry, my internet is very slow today. So what do you have? The Broncos in next week, and then you have the Saints. That's t- those are tough matchups. They are. I mean, it's the Eagles. I don't. I'm probably not going to play him. You know, if I'm if if I've got him, um, I just I don't I don't know. Kind of left me speechless this week. Like it kind of just left me in this weird place where, like, I just don't know what to do with him. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I don't know what to do with him. So I'm just going to listen to the first two fantasy <laughs> football podcasts and see what Steven tells me to do because I just don't know. <laughs> I'm a Zach Ertz uh, well, guy. We all know yeah. that. So I just well, I I'm biased. Okay. I, I, I <laughs> man. Um, I'm still starting him. Six targets is still pretty good, but yeah. if he has another dud, I'm going to be concerned for sure. The thing with last week, they were playing the Chargers. One thing about the Chargers is their run defense is awful. It's really bad. So, I mean, Jordan Howard had 17 carries last week. Okay, 17. Jordan Howard, the corpse, the rotting corpse of Jordan Howard, 17 carries. So. There just wasn't a lot of pass volume to go around. And Demonte Smith had a really big game as well. So that factors into it. Um, I don't know. I'm not yet worried, but it's definitely something I'm keeping my eye on moving forward. I kind of thought Dallas Goddard would just be consistent, plug and play every week, have, you know, five catches, 50 yards, easy peasy. Mm -hmm. But it seems like they're going to have to work a little harder than that to get his value and production up so that's unfortunate but i don't think it's cause for concern yet yeah yet 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 not yet what am i quoting i feel like i'm quoting star wars no i don't know what I'm quoting. Yeah, probably not yet not yet. What am I quoting? I'm quoting something. I don't know. I'm quoting something. Uh, let me know in the comments on YouTube what I'm quoting because I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm honestly oh, curious. Man. Not yet. It's Samuel L. Jackson. Definitely Samuel L. Jackson. Mm, okay. Okay. Yes. It's the Emperor scene. I don't know. Anywho, let's, instead of talking about Star Wars, let's have a casual conversation about some rookies. <laughs> technology i was i was waiting for it technology. i was like eh, eh, eh. technology <laughs> this is this is the this is the con of not having a physical soundboard i have to go back to the tab in which it's on and i've got to find it <laughs> and then i gotta remind myself it's not named what i think it should be named and it's it's fun it's okay it's okay but listen last week we had a casual we're old we we are old. we don't know how to do these things it's just one of those things we, you know don't we are truly truly getting old listen last week we had a casual conversation about some quarterbacks of the rookie Mm -hmm. of the rookie type some wide receivers of the same Mm -hmm. this week we're going to talk some running backs and some tight ends and let's just start with the tight ends since we were just talking about some other tight ends so this week we're going to talk and have a casual conversation about kyle pitts and patty fryer muth muth fryer muth fryer muth muth Muth. 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 I think it's Muth. 
Don't quote me on that, though. All right, let's talk Kyle Pitts. First player we were crazy excited about coming into this season, and he's been he's been really good. He's been a really good NFL yes. player, fantasy wise, less than you were hoping for. Right? He has not like returned the value you were hoping to get out of him when you drafted him. I think we can say that definitely, right? Like, there's no question yeah, there. Yeah. He's not oh, not yeah. returned that because you drafted him probably in the fifth round, fourth round of your drafts. He has not been that good. Absolutely. Okay. But let's, let's forget about the draft value because that doesn't matter anymore. Are you comfortable with him? If, if he's the tight end on your roster, are you like looking at matchups? Are you just kind of sticking him in every single week and not thinking about it? I, um, I think I'm probably still just sticking him in. I'm still yeah. worried about Calvin Ridley being gone. He's basically the number mm-hmm. one guy there. So, you know, yeah. he's going to be covered. You know, and this week we saw he only came down with three receptions, right? Right. You know, 62 yards. I, I think, and the thing that gets me, and the thing that scares me away from Kyle Pitts is is the touchdowns. One on the season. I yeah. Mm-hmm. One. I think so. I think just Where one. on the other side of the coin, Pat Firemuth, who we're going to talk about in a second, has what, like four, five, something like that? One, two, three, four. Yeah. Four on the year. Yeah. Granted, two of those were last night, but that's still four on the year versus one on the year. Yep. Um, like I, I would feel more comfortable putting Pat, Pat Fryermuth in every week versus Interesting. Kyle okay. Pitts. Yeah, I, I'm at that point with Pat, with Pat Fryermuth. You know, I the Steelers, you know, as an offense, I just feel like that is their guy. Ben Roethlisberger can't throw the ball very far. So, <laughs> yeah. It's all there. There's still other receivers in, in Pittsburgh to cover, whereas in Atlanta, there's Pat Fryermuth and Russell Gage. Kyle right? Pitts. I'm sorry. Russell, Russell Kyle Gage. Pitts and Russell no, you're Gage. Good. Which is really just Kyle Pitts. Oh, I guess in Cordero, Cordero <laughs> Patterson, right? Yeah, I guess he's he, a wide receiver. I don't too. even Who know really what knows position what's he plays. You know. that's, that's terrifying, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, I, I, I feel more comfortable with Patty. Fryermuth every week. Kyle Pitts, I'm probably going to take a look at the matchup every week. I, I'll slot him in if I have him, but I'll definitely take a look maybe on the waivers and the matchup just to make sure. I think that's probably where <laughs> I'm sitting with him. Um, okay. Yeah, what about you? Ah, uh, man. I think I'm just, I think I'm just in play, like playing with the fire at this point, right? Like, so even, even this week, three catches, he still had 62 yards. He is winning downfield. He is playing really well. He's been really effective. And Matt Ryan has been playing like better than I think people realize. So mm-hmm. hopefully that offense just continues to improve under Arthur Smith. Um, I'm just like, I, I can't imagine very many scenarios where there's a waiver wire tight end. I'm willing to like use a roster space on to not play Kyle Pitts. I think at this point, I'm just yeah. putting Pitts in my lineup saying, hey, I'll live or die here with Kyle Pitts. Trust the talent. Trust the opportunity. Because, yeah, we we say he's the only guy there that's concerning for defenses can kind of key in on him. But also, he's going to get targets because he's the only guy there. So mm-hmm. it goes both ways. I'm just plugging him in and not thinking about it. 
Fair, totally fair. Um, I mean, we we touched on on Patty Patty F over here oh, for, yeah. for for quite a minute, but he's just been so good. He really um, has been. He's been very good. I don't know if I'm where you are at with him yet, uh, but I'm fair. I'm pretty fine. I'm ha- if I have him on my roster, I'm pretty happy playing him, and then until something else happens. But I'm just not confident that like for the rest of the season he's going to be this like tight end one. You know what I mean? I think that there could a lot could change so hey hey listen over the last over the last three weeks he's had seven receptions four receptions five receptions that's pretty solid for a tight end 58 yards 44 yards and 43 yards and three touchdowns in that span yeah it's it's pretty good i like that yeah i like that so as far as the tight end position goes that that i'm comfortable with that yeah (laughs) you can't really ask for much more from your (laughs) tight ends in all in all honesty not at all not at all. Um, okay, let's move on. Running backs, rookie running backs. Let's let's talk about some for a minute. Um, let's just yeah. stay in Pittsburgh. Let's just stay with Pittsburgh referees, mm-hmm. and we'll we'll yep. stick with Najee Harris. Najee, Najee Harris. Nothing about what you heard on him on the Monday Night Broadcast was true. Apparently, they clearly didn't know who they were talking about. <laughs> but that <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> um. <laughs> Oh man. Hysterical, by the way. Um kind of kind of I guess frustrating if you're not cheap, but kind yeah, of funny. For sure. Professionalism standpoint on national television. Yeah, it's just um, like, oh well, he's been who are your yeah, like, oh, okay. okay. Uh he's been a so- he's been solid, man. Um he's only had, you know, one one yard over yeah. one yard. One game over a hundred rushing yards, but other than that, he's been super, mm-hmm. super solid. He's getting the yards. He's getting the receptions. You like it. You love it. Um, I've been impressed so far. How are you feeling? Same. Uh, it's simple yeah. with, and, and I kind of like simple. Like the thing with Najee is that he has not been efficient. It hasn't mattered for fantasy though, because he is scoring points every single week. Efficiency has not yet mattered for him. So you just keep playing him. Is he a top five running back in your rankings? Like, do you think at the rest of the season, is he a top five guy for you? I think he kind of has to be. Um, uh, yeah. yeah. I, I, uh, I mean, the, me. the volume is there. Mm-hmm. The opportunity is there. Um, like, yeah, like you, <laughs> you, you right. want to play him over Dalvin cook. And yeah. at this point, it kind of feels like, and, and just like, it's comfortable. It's safe. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah. not just safe to the point where, Oh, cool. Like I'll get, I'll get like nine points. Like, no, he's gonna, he's gonna get you a good week. He's gonna finish as yeah. your running back one on the week, and, and and he's doing this with only I think four touchdowns on the year. So, yeah, if we see those numbers at all go up, mm-hmm. yeah, that it's 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 wonderful. <laughs> it's what you want. It's funny because, yeah, it's funny because sometimes you're like, well, what if what if they have a bad game, right? Like, what if a running back comes in has a bad game? They're not super efficient, and they're not going to perform as well. But with Najee, it's the opposite. It's like every game is a bad game. He just has so much bad game that that it works (laughs) out for fantasy. There's production there. So it's like he might have a game where he's actually efficient, and then he gets you 35 points because he has 20 carries for 170 yards. You know what I mean? So like, eventually he's going to have better games. I I think that's the case. Um, He's a top five guy in my book. I don't know if I can say anything better about him than this and what I will say. Ain't I'd rather no have him than DeAndre Swift right now. Ooh, that's spicy. 
It's just the truth. That's 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 a spicy take. <laughs> you know what? You know what's nice. You know what's nice about about what's Naji? nice. I'm gonna say this with as little disdain in my voice as I can. <laughs> yeah, the there's no James Connor. Oh, that too. Mm. There's no James Connor there to take anything away from the wood <laughs> from the star. <laughs> I just all right. Yeah. It, look, so in Chase good. Edmonds' defense, he did get like injured and was out the rest of the game. Care that? Jeez, he was fine <laughs> the last four games, and Chase or and James <laughs> Conner was still getting all the touchdowns in those games. <laughs> uh, that's true. That's true. All right, let's. <laughs> oh man, let's talk about Javante Williams. Very interesting player. He, he's looked awesome, right? Like, have you yeah. do you watch um, Good Morning Football? I, not not lately. Um, you know, okay. The absence of of Nate has so, has left me wounded. Go ahead. It is. It's it's very sad. I don't I don't watch it every morning, and I don't really. I can't. I just I, I have work and stuff, but I can't say I, that's why I watch a lot of the segments afterwards and I watch angry runs every week. And um, somebody who is consistently showing up on Good Morning Football's angry run segments is Javante Williams. He just puts together these plays that just leave you like, holy crap, this kid can play and he plays really hard. I love the way he runs. He just does not stop that's what gets me in a running back is they don't stop moving their feet they keep pushing the pile they get those extra yards javante williams is that player problem is melvin gordon has looked really good as well this year he's running very consistently really solid so i guess my question for you javante williams does he take over a majority share of the rushing work at any point this season. So let's assume no, no injuries, by the way. No, no, I don't think okay. so. Um, for multiple reasons. One, they're both getting the job done, splitting the work. Right. I, if it ain't broke, right. Ask ACDC. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Keep, keep doing it. Um, <laughs> and I, they're both getting the job done. And look, Melvin Gordon is gone after this year. You want him to look as good as you possibly can to get the most value out of him at the end of the season. Or is he going to be, I think his contract is over. Oh man. No, they need to to franchise him and trade. Alternatively, Um, alternatively, you want to keep as many, like keep miles off of Javante Williams. That's true. You know, that that's true. I mean, so yeah, while you can. So if I'm putting my dynasty cap on, (laughs) Go get him if you don't have him right now. Just, just, just don't. Even I don't think you it. can. Like, especially if your trade people deadlines are, are this people week. People are so into Javante Williams. I don't know that you can get him. I don't, but you're not going to get him for any cheaper when he blows up the rest of the season in the offseason. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, literally now is the time because your trade deadline is probably this week or next. Like, right? People overvalue picks in Dynasty. Send them away. Mm. If if you're if like mm. especially if you're a contender. Don't even worry about them, right? Like, yeah. Why not go for the win? Um, just do it. Go get Javante Williams. And I, and this is from personal experience, but like, I have one guy in in our dynasty league. You, you're you you know you're in this league with me. He just would not stop at anything to get Javante Williams. And this was week one. This was like <laughs> week one, right? And you know, I I'm so glad I held strong. I, I am so glad I held strong because I think I am it's looking real nice, you know, for, 
for the future. Yeah. Because once oh, yeah. Melvin Gordon is gone. Oh, man. Think about this, I, Stephen. Yeah. In a few years, in, in one to two years, JT is going to be the top guy. Javante mm-hmm. Williams. Yeah. Uh, Najee Harris. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Like, it's, it's going to be beautiful. Maybe Michael Carter. If, if, Ooh, you maybe. know, it, maybe, I think, I think, you know, if Mike Waite plays for the rest of his career and <laughs> I, I, it's going to be a really beautiful thing. Oh man. Back, I think it's going to be maybe great to watch next week. We should try to project top 12. Like what, what do we think the top 12 running backs are going to be in draft next year? We should, That's we fun. should just maybe take we a should guess. do that. That'd be a we fun, do that. fun exercise because thinking about it, it's like, who am I taking number one? Derrick Henry, I mean, probably. Next year? So, we'll see, okay, we'll see what he doesn't play. We'll see what happens next week. Tune, tune in next yeah. week because that's going to be I fun. That, I think I'm going to put that down for, for next week because that I, will be. I don't And I don't want to know each other's answers. Oh, that's a good point. I think point. we should do yeah, it that yeah, way. Yeah. We, should, we shouldn't tell yeah, each we other's fight. answers. So we'll... Royal Rumble. Oh, I love fighting. Oh. <laughs> That all right really well you mentioned the, him where, like you brought him up come out yeah i know <laughs> you brought him up let's talk michael carter running back for new york jets and also i assume you're aware of this but you know michael carter and javante williams were teammates last year right on s- same college yes i do i do know that mm-hmm. yeah because you told me uh, so that's pretty cool yeah, yeah. I guess we did do that whole uh, rookie segment there the in the offseason, huh? Anyway, um, it, I think it's really fun because Michael Carter has looked good as well playing for the Jets, which is which is saying something for sure. So the Jets. Where do you what do you see him as the rest of the season? Obviously, running back <sighs> is a uh, it's a desolate place out there, so it's not hard to be a running back two. But is it somebody you're comfortable starting or? Do you like kind uh, of I'm, put them in and close your eyes? Probably more that one, especially if Zach Wilson is in. But so, but I'm not going <laughs> to oh, beat gosh. on that dead horse right now. Yeah. Um, what I love about Michael Carter is is his um, just his ability to play in in the passing game. Right. We saw it last week nine nine receptions. The week before was eight receptions. Week mm-hmm, before yeah. three. Like it's there. We didn't see it this this past week as much. That game was a mess for the Jets. Um. Yeah, but you know he has that ability. He has that ability to to be like um to be like a CMC where he's going to be valuable because especially in like a PPR format, right? Right. Like he's going to be able to rack up those points just from catching the ball. So I, I like him moving forward. If the Jets can improve, which I know is, <laughs> I mean right. that's a task. I understand just in general, but uh, uh, yeah, I I. I I like him moving forward, um, especially if Zach Wilson can develop and improve yeah. over time. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. someone I'm excited for. Going forward this season, like you said, I'm just going to kind of shut my eyes, throw him in there, and hope. <laughs> say say yeah. three Hail Marys. Say three Hail Marys. Like we said, yeah. I think there's a pretty decent chance that Mike White starts a lot of the rest of the season. Um, so I, I'm actually pretty interested in Michael Carter. And yes, this past week, you like you said the passing game wasn't really there for him against the Colts, but the thing you have to remember with the Colts is very good at linebacker, mm-hmm. terrible secondary. So the Jets had anything they wanted 
further down the field. Not a lot of reason to dump it off when Elijah sure. Moore is blowing up your secondary. So it's just like there's just not going to be as many opportunities there if the ball can go further downfield. But listen, I think Mike White will be in a lot. Michael Carter, I'm interested in him. Probably running back 20 to 17, somewhere in that range. Um, consistent. He's going to be, you know, it's his job now. I think that is that has happened. He has taken over and he's good. I think he's a solid, yeah. like good player. So that helps. All right. And then last rookie running back that our old brains can't even remember, but um, at least relevancy wise is uh, Khalil yeah. Herbert, Chicago Bears. Yeah. Uh, as we saw thrown into a starting role, he can step up. Guys, he ran all over the Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense. That in itself. It's phenomenal. We loved it. Um, great handcuff. But uh, he's one of those backs moving forward, I think, is going to. It, it depends on the situation completely. I mean, if he's not in a starting role, obviously, whatever. Um, but I think he's someone that can come in if he gets traded or if, you know, Monty gets hurt. I'm comfortable every week throwing into my lineup and, and just getting a solid week out of. Right. Yep. Yep. I think we covered him pretty well. Pretty good handcuff. Comfortable with him. But, you know, we did forget about one other running back that is a rookie. Oh, yes. Yeah, we forgot about Ramondre Stevenson ah, with New yes. England Patriots. And it's funny because if this was last week, we probably wouldn't have talked about him, wouldn't have really needed to. Um, but he had a good game this past week. 10 carries, 62 yards, two receptions, 44 yards. He was involved. Um, I think Damian Harris had a head injury or maybe Stevenson had the head injury. I can't remember which one. Um but look, Patriots are running the ball a lot, like a lot, a lot, mm. a lot. Um, but their Weird. offense has been pretty good, like pretty effective. They're winning games. Um, the team seems to be good. You interested in Stevenson moving forward at all? Not this season. Um, Dynasty kept back on. Yes. Um, definitely someone I am eyeing, maybe buying low if I can. Um, seeing what I can maybe get him in a package deal somewhere. Um, right or off waivers possibly you know um if he's on waivers in your leagues um season wise no i kind of view him in the same light as um herbert in a way where damien okay. harris is down i feel comfortable putting ramon jay in okay yeah i think it's hard to roster him right now because of bill belichick like at any point oh, he could get no carries he could be completely useless for you hard to kind of predict and understand when those things are going to happen. So I, I, I think I'm there with you with Stevenson, exciting player. I'm not really willing to invest to get him in redraft right now. So it's a take great that as you flyer will. or desperate. We could be wrong. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, I don't mind like, Oh, yeah. I need someone. Uh, right. Oh, for sure. Here sure. we go. <laughs> yeah. Cause he could, he could just have 10 carries and get a touchdown and have Solid. a couple cat like few catches and, and be decent. So there is always that opportunity for him. But let's go ahead. Let's wrap up our casual conversation. Let's move on to starts of the week. We've got some exciting ones for you guys this week. Yes. So 
Our starts of the week. Last week, Steven entered the week with Hunter Renfro. Man, what a decision. Finished wide receiver 15 with seven receptions on nine targets for 49 yeah. yards and a tutty. Dude. Good choice. Love huh? it. Great choice. Good I put game. him in some of my DFS lineups, and it was great. I loved it so much. Oh, yeah. So Steven moves from a 2-2 two and two record to a 3-2 and two record. Finally on the winning side. I love to see it. All right. This one's a little weird. We have Alan Lazard. It's controversial. It's controversial. I had Alan Lazard. Devontae Adams was going to be out. We later found out Aaron Rodgers was going to be out. And listen, <laughs> he finished wide receiver 41. <laughs> he only had one target for one and one catch, but that was for 20 yards <laughs> and a tutty. Okay. Okay. Here, <laughs> so my record going into this was three and one. Steven put my record at three and two. I had, I had to, to, you know, state my case and my case was, listen, this is the, the way I viewed starts of the week is these are players. You need a desperation play or you just, you're, you're kind of, maybe you're, you're lacking in an area. You need to throw someone in. Who do I go after? Who do I slot in? Alan Lazard got you a touchdown. You know, mm-hmm. if you didn't know who to slot in and you put him in, he got you what? eight to nine 10 P- points depending on your format nine in a ppr like yep. that's pretty solid especially for a dart throw or for someone you just need to slot in so i made my case and we so he lovingly agreed that my record will move to four and one lovingly is generous and, and it is uh generously lovingly uh best friendly <laughs> i love it thank you i appreciate no, it but let's Listen, I'm four and one. You are three and two. You're right behind me. It's fine. Let's move into our picks for this week. Who do you have? Listen, I, I spent some time going through to pick this one, and I'm pretty excited about it. I'm going with Russell Gage this week, wide okay. receiver for the Atlanta Falcons. Listen, plays against the Cowboys this week. It's a decent matchup for wide receivers. Um, after the Cowboys got embarrassed against the Broncos, <laughs> I have a feeling they're going to come out swinging this week. And I think that's going to look like some a high-scoring game. Matt Ryan's playing really well. I think he'll be able to, you know, keep up somewhat with the Cowboys. Maybe not enough to like keep it super close, but he'll be able to put up a few touchdowns, put up some points, definitely produce some yardage. I think Kyle Pitts will draw Trayvon Diggs. Um, Russell Gage had eight targets last week. I could see another eight to ten targets again this week and see him finishing in that kind of wide receiver three range. Russell Gage start of the week. Lock it in. Uh, uh, Start of the week. Russell Gage. I absolutely love it. Listen, my start of the week is playing this Thursday. We don't know if he's going to have Tua Tagovailoa. We do not know. I can't believe I said Tua's name right the first time right off the top of my head. I am so proud of myself, but listen, Devontae Parker's out after a great week last week. Will Fuller is still out. Who does that leave? Mike Gesicki? Cool. We don't care about tight ends right now. Jalen Waddle is my start <laughs> of the week. He's going to be the guy. They are play- ah, they're playing the Ravens. I think they're going to be down. I think the game script, they're going to have to pass the mm-hmm. ball. Yeah. Jalen Waddle's the guy. He's proven he's looked good this season, especially if Tua does end up playing, which I am hopeful that he right. does. Ballisti, no, the last few weeks, 10 targets, 11 targets, 8 targets, 13 targets. 
That's good. That's good news. I like that a lot. Yeah, it is. Jalen Waddle, I think, is going to put up a heck of a game. And, you know, it may maybe even lead a comeback against uh, against the Ravens. Well, but let's not uh, let's not get too far. Let's not go too far. Oh, 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 so, sorry. sorry, Lamar Jackson is you're right. I forgot that he played for the other team. You're right. My bad. My bad. He does. He does do that. All right, man. Cannot wait to improve to five and one. It's gonna be great. Yeah, I'm hoping. I'm hoping he has a dud this week. Just, just nothing no. for you. You I did really convince me on the, on the. You, you did sell me on the Russell Gage thing. I will say that. Yeah, I feel you, you did. decent about this one. I like it. I don't know about moving forward though. Man, I really liked Russell Gage coming into this year, and it just has not been too. there. You know what sucks? This is going to be the game that nothing in Atlanta works except Mike Davis. That's oh, I could totally happen. see that. That I could totally happen. Too. You're right. Yeah, I don't I, blame I, you. I, I was done. I was done. So I just Man, dropped him. But I, We were so off on the Falcons. Is I mean, a, that's probably our biggest miss as like a, be from a team perspective, right? I mean, I think so too, right? I think a lot of people like to be like, well, I knew Mike Davis was going to be bad, but it's like, okay, but you didn't know he was going to be this bad. You weren't, oh, oh, you weren't I, predicting oh, yeah, you totally, Patterson. You, you totally expected another running back to come in and just take everything away, huh? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Don't victory lap me on that. Don't like, and he hasn't, <laughs> it's not like, it's not like Davis has had no volume. He has still had some, it's just been, he's been so bad with it. And Patterson's getting all the touchdowns. So, yeah. Oh, well, we will reevaluate our lives at the end of the season, which we are halfway through That's the crazy. NFL regular season. We are halfway through. We are halfway through, and the refs reminded us that they are still a part of it, so that's fine. Just had to get one more in. That is all. That is all. Um, thank you guys for listening to the podcast. If you are on YouTube watching, go ahead, like, subscribe, leave a comment about how wrong we are on everything, and I will tell you how Cole Komet is still my guy. That is that will be my response. I just want to let you know that that will be me responding. <laughs> oh man! So, all right, guys, thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Um, then, as always, may the force be with you. See you guys. <laughs> <laughs>